Welcome to The Healing Space, a black and queer mental health podcast geared toward proving there's more than one way to heal. I am Sensei Raven Ekundayo. And I am Brandon Harris Williams. You forever laughing at me. like what? <laughs> You laugh at me too. It's a mutual thing. It's it, back and forth. It's mutual laughter? It's reciprocal, yes. Listen, absolutely. Come on. Come on. Use the words though. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a big word. But it's, oh, them. no, it's not. A, no. Oh, ooh, wait a minute. <laughs> wait, you didn't have to agree so quickly though. Like... Just oh you like absolutely not no like accept your vocab up like got it thank you for no bringing I'm me here. all the way back down no yes reciprocal even some people would think receptacle yeah oh, completely <laughs> different things oh my god are oh my gosh okay yes. we'll get to this later right but okay. speaking of words meaning different things right mm-hmm. okay so like repass mm-hmm. R e p a s s means one thing. Yes, and repast R e p a s t, which is really close to another word. Well, look at the connection. What's the other word? That word you dispelled is very close to R e s p e c t. Look, that's why I was like, am I spelling it right? <laughs> I didn't spell myself. You better know. But repast and repast are <laughs> two completely different things. I need folks to step their vocab up. Listen, or, or their spell check, or their or their spell check, or, or dictionary.com. Anything, mm-hmm. all of the things. Mm-hmm. Yes, Siri can help you too. A lot of people can help you. <laughs> but yes, I know you might not pronounce that T as strongly as Raven does. What repass without the T means something completely different. And that could be the problem. And I'm not going to tell y'all what it means. I want you to look it up for yourself. Hey, come on. Teach them well. <laughs> Trying to lead you the way. Come on. Show them all the beauty. I feel like we quote this song every week. We do. We do. <laughs> She lived this, through us. This is clearly your favorite Whitney song, isn't <laughs> well, it? Only because they had us sing it in school. And when I tell you the rehearsals, <laughs> oh my God, the rehearsals. It's like, please. The fact that I was that young and it still is like torturous to me to think about how yes. many rehearsals we have for that song. Was this like for graduation? It was or? for graduation. Oh, yeah. age yourself. Come on. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I would just take over there. I would take you was going, there. Okay. That was cute. That was real cute for you. How you got me into it. Real lovingly though. Like, of okay. Course, yeah. <laughs> With a smile on his face and everything. I did. Like, I really did. I really did. I was that's like, fine. We can go there. That's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not my fault you were born when she came out with her greatest hits album. It's okay. After that, honestly. So I will. I'm joking. I'm I will really hang up joking. on you. I'm really. How you gonna hang up on me in person? How does that work? It's a thing. It's a whole thing. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna call this hang up culture. Thanks. Indeed. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> I mean, that, that's rare right there it's real rare where you just concede that's real rare i'm gonna let you have it come on today moments this time okay so the reason why you're doing <laughs> that may have something to do with this month this month come on transitions come on this month what is, is our anniversary month listen oh my gosh <laughs> oh my lord okay so yes so we're going to be turning one years old and <laughs> So that means we're going to do the absolute most. Like y'all know, like y'all do the most for like one year child's birthdays, and then the children don't ever remember it. We're going to do the most, just like that, just like that. This is for the adults strictly. That's so 
ignorant. Absolutely. The misfits know what I'm talking about. But it's so true. Exactly. Because you know you don't remember your first birthday. <laughs> Nobody does, but 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 the parents go all out, all out. That's Listen. what I'm saying. This is for, this is for the adults. <laughs> this anniversary, okay? Interpret as you they, wish. They end up having moon bounces, even <laughs> though that, that one year old child cannot go into a moon bounce. Exactly. Or it's for like the five and six year old kids that can go play, in, right? While exactly. the baby is like about to fall asleep. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. They, they give you pony rides. Okay. Your... <laughs> child ain't nowhere near the pony. <laughs> nowhere near. Oh God. But yeah, so all month long, we're going to be, like Brandon said, we're acting a fool. Well, because this is amazing. It's amazing that we started this on the 22nd of September, 2017. And to see where we are now, it's phenomenal. Yes. It's really phenomenal. And if you go back to the the first episode, like I posted the first episode this week (laughs) in letting all of the misfits know, you know, that the anniversary is coming up. And I listened to the first episode like, wow. First of all, to a Brandon, I was like, I forgot that you weren't even a host yet. Like, <laughs> I was like, I'm listening, like, I'm saying a whole lot. Why has Brandon not said anything yet? And I was like, oh shit, he wasn't my co host yet. Wow. <laughs> you forget that stuff after a year. Like, <laughs> everything's changed. That first episode was quiet as hell. <laughs> then my loud ass came. Listen, things haven't been the same since. <laughs> So, yeah, we we hope you guys make sure that you tune into every episode. And for SoundCloud, I want us, we want us to get to over 300 listens in one episode. You know, we're always transparent. And Mm -hmm. not only that, but you can see the numbers when you go to SoundCloud. So we couldn't laugh. We wanted to. So that means to like, share, subscribe, tell your friends, post, repost, retweet, reblog, re... Mm -hmm. Re Rihanna. Okay. If that's gonna <laughs> help other people know about the healing space, then do what you got to do. Okay. When you like having your hookups, instead of turning on your playlist, turn on the healing space. Come and they'll on. be like, "Who is that talking?" Listen, and then let them know, and then tell them they should subscribe as well. Absolutely. Hello? So put them on before they leave. You don't gotta put your number in their phone. Just have uh-huh. subscribe for them. Yes. When you go to put your number in, be like, "Here you go." Yes. And then they're not gonna realize they get in their car. Then they've already listened at that point. Come on. You better educate. I'm helping y'all help us. Yeah. <laughs> the goal is 300 and over. We should make that a hashtag. 300 and over. Okay. That's what we're going for. <laughs> listen. 300 listens and over. Help us get there, guys. It would be greatly appreciated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, for this week's episode, it actually goes back to something that uh, BHW was talking about, and it kind of organically transitioned into an episode from there. So okay. you want to tell them a little bit about it? Um, now? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, as I've said last week, I've been watching Sex in the City, and I was just like, these heifers, like, getting their relationships, like, quicker than anybody's business. Like, mm-hmm. the new the episode comes on, and this is man we haven't met, haven't seen before. So, <laughs> oh, this is my new boyfriend. We've been dating for three weeks, and I'll be like... We didn't like. I be needing an introduction. I be needing to know how we got there. They be ready to like introduce him to the whole group of friends and like they mamas and everything else. And I just be like, this is really fast. This is really this is moving really quickly at a rapid pace. Listen, lightning <laughs> speed. Do you hear me? So. I said to BHW, what if we have an episode about that? Because the truth is, it happens, Lord knows, especially in the queer community. (laughs) Woo! I know for when it comes to black queer men, 
my god the swiftness Is of it? relationships Ooh, baby okay yeah so we're gonna delve into that a little bit later right. but we wanted to go ahead and share that with you guys so you can prepare yourselves so you can get yourself a good little snack uh, okay. something to drink and prepare yourself <laughs> these faces i'm not dealing what? with you the last letter is so strong on <laughs> all of these words whatever i ain't never heard nobody pronounce an f like that <laughs> ever like <coughs> how you do that like, not how you do that <laughs> i'm just saying anyway so yeah Anyways. that's later on in the show <laughs> But now, now, mm-hmm. okay, what's happening now? You gonna talk about your weekend? I am. Okay, look at that. I don't know why you're asking me. <laughs> I'm like, listen, <laughs> damn it, can I ask you questions? You can help you lead me not, in. I might not always have an answer, but go Come ahead. Come on, facts. Listen, you better, but you're going to do your best anyway. Yes, Indeed. I'm just gonna nod. Yes, <laughs> I was like, I was like, please speak. Ebony Jenkins, like, yes, <sighs> a legend. An icon, okay? I'm we got to celebrate her. <laughs> okay? And I know who did. We have to keep... What did you, did you point just now? I did, did point. point. What did you say, though? <laughs> <laughs> you are not. We are not. The fact that you know who Ebony Jenkins is just warms my heart every time. I don't time. know why it surprises you every time. <laughs> every time. She's a gift. A, she to is. To the world. A national treasure. And I don't know how many times we've mentioned her on this podcast, but we keep her alive. We we play a part we in making sure no one forgets who Ebony Jenkins is. And if you don't know who she is, you please go to YouTube. to YouTube. Listen. Scarlet might have taken a tumble, but <laughs> Ebony Jenkins is for the people, okay? She, come on. Come on, Ebony, for the people. Do you understand the heights this podcast <laughs> would reach if we got Ebony Jenkins on here? Listen. Is she going to sing? Listen. If she sings. We, I'm going to back up. <laughs> I'm going to back her up. Me and Ebony, that's a, that's a duet for your ass. For your Do you ass. hear me? Listen, Spotify worthy. Is that my note? Is that your note? Was that my note? I'm asking you. Oh, was I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what my face gave just now. <laughs> I felt so. I was like, wait, what's, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> Put me in the key of Q. It's fine. I'm just going to sing. I'm going on to my weekend. <laughs> I'm going on to my weekend now. <laughs> oh, God. So, a very rare occurrence for me. I actually remember my Friday. Okay. Listen. I remember mine, too, vividly. Come on. <laughs> go ahead, though. We're going to let you go first. <laughs> so, so um, starting out on campus at my job. I ended up helping one of my young adults to open up his first bank account. Aww. So, like, listen, in dealing with these kids, I almost feel like a parent Love because it. it's like I take them to go get groceries, mm-hmm. help them to open up bank accounts, like all different types of stuff. Like later on in the day, I took one of the young uh, young sisters to go look for her first house. Come on. And I'm like, I feel, listen, <laughs> I don't need kids. You all are my kids. There we go. The universe knows what so- it's doing. Yes. Listen. Yes. What were you trying to say? <laughs> the universe. I was gonna say he does, but the universe. The, does. Come yeah. on. So listen. Hey. God, universe. Oh, hello. Come on. Hey. <laughs> and a Jane will take him out. Uh-huh. Put him in. <laughs> so you helped them. Yes, I did. I did. 
And it was an awesome experience because I'm sitting in there like, I can't remember the last time I had to sit in front of somebody and open a, a bank account. So I'm sitting there with them and we're going through this whole process and everything. And so many diff- different things have changed. Mm-hmm. And which, again, makes me feel old. Because <laughs> I'm like, these things weren't happening when I was opening up my accounts. Like, okay. Because okay. um, my main bank account that I have now, I've had since I was like, what, 14, 16, yes, something like now, that? Come on. Good God. Tenure. Like, come on. Yes, tenure. <laughs> Grandfathered in. <laughs> I've added on to the account, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so that was awesome. <laughs> and then after that, I ended up going to my very first yoga class here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here's the crazy thing. I've taken yoga classes before I moved to Atlanta in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. But since I moved here in April of 2017, I have not taken a yoga class. I've mm-hmm. only taught. So I felt like I was lacking in community. Come on. And I've really been feeling some kind of way. So I met a brother by the name of Danny Fluker, and he listened to the podcast. So if he's listening right now, hey, Danny. And tell a friend to tell a friend. (laughs) And he invited me to come out to a spot called Yellow Mat, Yellow Mat Yoga, uh, which is owned by an amazing sister named Sia, beautiful black sister. Not the one with the bangs? Not the one with the bangs. Okay. She has a fro. Oh, yes. Listen, listen. And she's a Scorpio. So of course, you know, I was feeling that. I know. Hello. Hello. Okay. So, um, so it was beautiful because it was mostly focused on meditation, mm-hmm. but of course we incorporated yoga into it as well, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it was so needed. And at the end of the class, you know, she was asking if anybody had any feedback, and I told them, I said, I really, I needed that community. Yeah, I needed it. So that was really, really awesome to be a part of that. And I slid in there that I would like to, you know, talk to her about and be teaching there. So come on, come on, put it in the universe. Hello. So on Saturday, I helped up my friend Don Vigna with the Taste of Soul. She's been on here before, DVZ. Come on. Her company, French Toast Connection ATL, was down there vending and serving up some great food. Come on now. Listen, or or, what do people call them? Vittles? Yeah, that was. Okay. They do. They do. So I was really proud of her. (laughs) We came out there and we definitely helped and represented for her. Then I ended up leaving there, uh, met up with BHW, Ew. and we made our way back here. And I guess this becomes joint weekends now. Oh, ta-da, bitch. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. You was feeling it. From. I did. Listen, I did in, your, in your whole spirit. <laughs> in your whole spirit. <laughs> what y'all say? In, in, you were feeling it in your Shondo? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all this body movement he's doing right now, Sorry. I can't. Is that, is that, is that what the, Come, come on. on. Is that what they were doing to the funeral? Yes. We're going to get there. Listen, one word that wasn't used at that funeral was quicken. <laughs> there was nothing quick. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Right, because we're going to get there. <laughs> we're going to get there. So, so yes. So, yeah. we uh, we ended up attending an awesome, uh, was it, that wasn't a kickback, was it? It was a house party. I don't You'll have really, to explain to me later mm, what's the difference. I think kickback might be a little bit more chill. So I think it was a house party. There we go. Okay. Because it was definitely right turned up. The, yeah. it, it was turned. It was turned. It was turned. Indeed. Hosted by Libation. Come on. Eww. Yes. Which is a sponsor of THS Live. Come as on. y'all know. Come on now. Come on. And we got our sip on. We did. We, we got our libation. Listen. Yes, we did. <laughs> you, you can't be in a place... Hosted by libations. And I drink one. Come on. Listen. And they helped because the party was lit. So quite with a lot of twerking. Come on. Raven was twerking. Lies. (laughs) They wanted me to. (laughs) They wanted I was about to teach Manny. (laughs) I was about to teach Manny. I got down with Manny. He has no rhythm. And he's a liar. He's a bold faced. Bold 
he face was dancing duck. the most. Listen, the all whole night. night. All night. Out of everyone in the party, <laughs> in the center of the room. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we ended up having an awesome time there, and we left. Mm-hmm. And then it brings you to when we're recording this, which is Sunday. Yes. We ended up going to Murphy's for, br- for brunch with Kaya. Okay. And that was real cute. It was. You know, sipped on some real drinks. Bouge. Real bouge. Yes. You know, so right of course, you know, I was loving it. Listen. Okay. Listen. <laughs> that, and that was in Virginia Highlands. And then we made our way to the Pride Festival yes. in Piedmont Park. Come on. Come on. Listen. Did you enjoy yourself, Sensei Raven? <laughs> The people didn't hear you. That was a yes or no question. Did you you enjoy yourself? It was wonderful to be out there with my community. Okay, now. Listen. But did you enjoy yourself? The yes or no question. It's wonderful being in the space with. Was that a yes or no? Come on. It's wonderful being around my people. (laughs) I love them so much. And you enjoyed yourself being around your people that you enjoyed? I really enjoyed seeing Kiron. That is very true. He came down from Maryland and hung out. And it was a wonder to see him. <laughs> I miss my friend so much. You're right. I did. I did enjoy his company greatly. That's good. Thank you for drawing me into that. I appreciate you that. You're very welcome. Yeah. I do my best. You the misfits the know what's up. Come on. So <laughs> it was decent. It was cute or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you've been before, it was the same. Okay. So. <laughs> I think maybe it'd be more interesting or entertaining, like maybe whatever they're doing on stage. Right. I mean, because it's being hot, people gonna complain about the heat that they can't control that. But you know, but I, I guess that's a money thing or whatever. But right. it was cute for what it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got a drink. I couldn't taste the alcohol, but I got a drink. You got a drink. <laughs> I couldn't taste the alcohol either, honestly. And I we really are two totally. We have two totally different tolerances. We do. So the fact that neither of us <laughs> <laughs> that says a lot, right there. <laughs> He's the lush. I'm not lies. The fact that you said that lets everybody know. That's <laughs> a flat out lie. <laughs> Your tolerance is no joke at all. It's no joke when I eat. If I don't eat, it took it's me non-existent. the entire party for me to get through my libation. You got through your, your libation fast and. <laughs> The way your system works, you were sober by the time we left there. Long before we left, to be honest. Listen. Speak truth. This is me, though. But I... I, Hey. Okay. There we go. Right. (laughs) So we're going to move on to the culture of podcast. We will. We will. We will. We will. (laughs) And so, once again, Mm -hmm. my weekend bleeds into the culture of pop. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we had a joint Saturday and um, Sunday. Mm -hmm. Thursday evening, because I was supposed to have four days off. Right. Um... So I worked Thursday evening going into Friday morning. Mm-hmm. I got off, you know, y'all, work, y'all know I work overnight. So I got off like six in the morning. Six had, in the morning. Come on. I'm sorry. And so, it, <laughs> but it was a day of Aretha's funeral. So I was like, I want to, you know, watch, mm-hmm. you know, and, and be part of the number. So <laughs> were, I set my alarm for many. 10 and I got up. I didn't realize. You better be- set your phone for this funeral. Because I had to nap. Yes. And I'm glad I did. I realized I was gonna be clocking in when I woke up. Hello, because it was a whole job. Put watching. in work. Do y'all hear me? That funeral. They started marching in. The family started marching in. So the church was already full of like you know what I'm saying like the the visitors, the other people, friends, the choir, the the clergy, the people, the pulpit, everybody else. Right. So the family started marching in at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. This funeral did not go off of my television until 6:30 <laughs> p.m. Do you hear me? The man did not get up there to do the eulogy until 5.30 p.m. Wow. Do you hear me? Wow. Do you, everybody on Twitter kept being like, so when is Fantasia coming up? Because I kept seeing somebody kept saying, so when is Fantasia? When is Fantasia? It was like, I took three naps. She's still here yet. <laughs> no. Yes, three naps. <laughs> you better have a chance. You had a chance to go shopping. Oh. <laughs> it was an event. It was an event. Um, 
it was a, one of those things, I think, you know, like people like, sadly, because it's supposed to be morning, but you know, people live tweet and black folks can make a joke out of any damn thing, sadly. We, right. That's how we get over yes. you know. So, um, so that part at least was entertaining. Um, all of the singers, you know, they got up there, they did a, some did better than others. Okay. Okay. But they stayed within that time limit. It was all them damn speakers because it was like at least 10 to 15 folks who got there to talk and they all went over it seemed yeah. like <laughs> like Michael Eric Dyson got up there and was preaching but then it was like I kept saying I was like no there's still a whole eulogy like <laughs> this is not like no there's still a eulogy left there's still more <laughs> there's still more but I think it was good though it was a um <clears throat> excuse me take your time it's it was a, a celebration in a way of her life until mm-hmm. we got to the eulogy um <laughs> and, and of like the black church and and all of the positives for the most part, right? And then the eulogy came. Oh, and then I now that's when I cut it off because oh. I was like, because it's five thirty. <laughs> it had literally already been seven and a half hours I've been with y'all at this point. Like the people who were really there, I hope they packed snacks and they purses and Listen. stuff. Because think about it, if you didn't eat breakfast, come on, you needed some extra peppermints on that day. You don't Listen. need peppermints. Like somebody I follow on Instagram who went, she had like crackers and like a, a protein bar or something like she had she was prepared okay <laughs> and i don't know what she drank she ain't supposed to take you know s- drinks in the sanctuary but hey whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but no the eulogy um <clears throat> it was uh reverend jasper williams and a lot of people were upset because he spoke against black lives matter he was saying you know you guys get upset wow. when white people kill us but then you guys are killing each other about black on black crime but he also spoke against um single moms raise he's like single mom can't raise a black man and it's like wow it's like, what does anything, any of this have to do with Aretha 1? Oh, wait a minute. Oh, I thought you meant in the past he talked about that stuff. No, he talked about it eulogy. at the eulogy? This is the eulogy. Wow. So that's one. Two, Aretha was mostly a single mother. So how could you even... Wow. So he got a lot of flack for that, clearly. Yeah. And so he apologized and not really apologized. He was like, so maybe y'all misunderstood what I was saying, but I stand What's by what I misunderstand? I don't know. Wow. So there's that. And then there's also this big brouhaha about Ariana Grande. She wore this really short dress. I feel like it was inappropriate for a funeral, too. Mm-hmm. But people can debate that all they want to. I'm standing by. I feel like it was inappropriate, but that's fine. Right. Because it was a cocktail dress. That's okay. Right. So she got there. She sang Natural Woman again. I feel like it shouldn't have been at the funeral, but the right. family chose. <clears throat> Whatever. Right. And so the big brouhaha, though, was that um, as she was getting off the stage, the pastor, who was he was pretty much emceeing. Right. Um, Bishop Charles C. Ellis. Mm-hmm. He grabbed her. And the way he grabbed her... I, I saw the picture. I didn't notice because I was watching it. Mm-hmm. I was I was still alerted this time. This is early in the funeral. Right. So I'm, I was awake. <laughs> I, I, he grabbed her and I saw he like pulled her close and he was saying, you know, I didn't. He was basically joking. I didn't know who she was when she first got up here, or whatever. But the way he grabbed her, when you see it in slow motion or zoomed in, he, he looks to be touching her inappropriately. Right. I didn't think that was his intention, but if she felt uncomfortable, I have to, you know, respect that. Absolutely. And he did apologize. Yeah. So that part. For what it's worth, is good. Right. But it was, it was one thing. It was like, for the most part, it was again a big celebration of like culturally black, the church, and all of that. Mm-hmm. And then those two things kind of have overshadowed, right? Enough of that. Yeah. But also, um, towards the beginning of the funeral, the reports came out that Gladys Knight had pancreatic cancer, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh no, because literally as soon as I read the past, I thought about my girl Gladys because that's right. my fave. So I was like, now wait, I got to go see her live before <laughs> she leave me. I got, I got to go. <laughs> And so then, though, midway through the funeral, though, her publicist said, no, that's not true. Like, I don't know what she was talking about, but she ain't got cancer. And so everybody was like, but she said she has the same disease as Aretha. So what are you saying? I, I, want, I want to stop you real quick to say 
you know it's a long ass funeral when news can come out and be debunked and the funeral's still going on. Hello? <laughs> you heard me say halfway through. It's a long ass service. Hello? <laughs> oh yes. boy. So we're wow. gonna slide right on. Okay. okay. Still music related. Right. Maybe a little more controversial. I don't know. Oh boy. Okay. So. Everybody's favorite. No, not really. I don't know. Okay. I need to calm down. <laughs> no. Everybody's Wait. favorite performer who always shows up late. Okay. Miss Lauren Hill. Indeed. So see, that worked. There we go. I didn't know where I was going to go at right. first, but I brought it back. You fixed around. it. Come on. Come on. Maybe everybody's favorite. Uh, I don't know. No. It's fine. Whatever it was you, you whatever you were thinking. I mean, y'all give me Okay. People give Miseducation of Lauren Hill a lot, though. I never will. But yeah, I do know people who do. <laughs> so right <laughs> uh, i guess about a week or two ago robert glasper mm-hmm. who's a pianist i feel like he plays other instruments yes. but i don't know yeah but okay all around musicians exactly Indeed. been in the game for a minute he was doing an interview a radio interview and it was about a bunch of different things but lauren hill came up about his experience working with her because right. he worked with her like back in 2008 mm-hmm. and so he's pretty much saying it wasn't a good experience uh she had tried to work with him before but she wanted him to audition he was like you can go listen to my albums i'm not auditioning for right. you like well that's valid yeah and so he was saying that pretty much though she would like come into rehearsal change things every day she always you know what i'm saying she would like audition new musicians in front of them yeah she would um it, it came down to the day of the the day before the performance and she didn't even show up to rehearsal though and so her manager came in and was like she doesn't like the way you guys are rehearsing or performing right so she's gonna cut your pay in half and he was like, well, I'm not performing at right. all, so let me leave. And he's straight right. I, I read that, yeah. And so <laughs> he just basically was saying on and on about her doing a bunch of diva stuff. Right. And so she finally um, came back in this very, 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 very lengthy, mm-hmm. I guess, not really a Twitter rant, but it was more so like bullet points. It was like long and Aretha's funeral, to be honest. Oh, my. But <laughs> kind of, it was supposed to, I think, be going one by one, debunking everything he said, but it wasn't really that. Right. It was a lot of, um, maybe you misunderstood and misinterpreted what I did. I wasn't trying to come off as a diva. I apologize if that's what happened. I've never, you know what I'm saying, uh, mismanaged money or something. If something happened with that, that was above my head kind of a thing. Right. Some people, some people felt like it was a lot of deflection. Others felt like, Maybe it was finally at least her, you know, giving her side of the story. Right. I don't know. But, yeah. It's unfortunate that after all these years of people making comments about her and her lateness and Mm -hmm. diva type attitude and all that stuff that it took Robert Glasper saying this in order for her to finally. I think what she was saying, I think she kind of addressed that too. She was like, she's been hearing a lot of stuff or, you know, people have been saying stuff for so long. She finally, I guess, was kind of tired of it or whatever. Right. Um, and she did address the lateness. She was just, in her mind, it's her being a perfectionist. So she's working on stuff to the last minute. Right. I don't know if I buy that. It's not going to work. No. But. It's not going to work. <laughs> it's not, it's not going to work. Because no, the, the thing is, is that even if you are a perfectionist, that has nothing to do with the respect you have for your audience. Yes. You feel exactly. me? And I think, too, you only have two albums. Yeah. Now, now yeah. granted, you know what I'm saying? I know you want to change whatever your vibe is and your mood is feeling. What she kind of addressed, too, she's like, I only have two albums, so sometimes I change stuff up a lot to at least give myself some variety. Right. Which works. Yeah. But you can only varietize so much with these two albums. Listen. You, that you've been performing off of for two decades. Yeah. Like, yeah. You should, if the concert started at seven. Listen, people told you four hours late? 
that that's part. beyond perfection. Like that's that's no longer perf- Beyonce is a perfectionist. Like, Listen, but yeah, no, I feel like concerts. I feel like on the normal, probably right. start like thirty minutes later, whatever. Right. At least depending on who you are. Yeah, so I feel like most folks kind of just expect that. Yeah, hours. Right, multiple, and this is multiple. This is like every time you go somewhere to perform. This ain't like <laughs> you was just like four hours one time, and then you got it together, or like you was going through. And she might be very well right. going through stuff, which I feel like she has to be. Yeah, she's not sharing absolutely, which is fine. But you can't try to defend yourself and only give us half the story. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so yeah. So moving on. Mm-hmm. I definitely do this stuff backwards, but that's okay. <laughs> I was I was noticing. I was, I was like, he's doing this in the opposite direction of because Aretha was supposed to be last, but she was. <laughs> it was in your spirit, so it I was, was like, I'm gonna just let it go it ahead. Was, thank <laughs> you. So, I guess last week, I just know it was a big thing on Twitter this past week. Okay. So, um, Candy Burris mm-hmm. of Escape and Real Housewives fame, her daughter Riley turned 16, and so she got her $100,000 Porsche. Mm-hmm. And there was apparently she didn't tell her husband Todd about right. it. And Todd isn't Riley's father. He's our stepfather. He and Candy have been married, I think, two years, but they've been dating. He's at least been in Candy's life for like the past five to six years or whatever. Right. So a lot of people were like, well, she didn't need to tell him that's her money. You know what I'm saying? What's she doing with her money? You know what I'm saying? That's her child. That's not his child. And my thing is, at the, bot- at the bottom, line is, bottom line is they're married. Yes. And Riley's still a minor. Absolutely. So, and Riley's dad has never been in her life actively. So, right. Todd has kind of, kind of been the only the father, father figure, figure she's had. Yes. And yeah. so, I I get that a lot of people have these issues with like step parents kind of coming in and taking over. Right. And I don't think that was the case at all. Nobody's right. saying that she can't do what she wants to do with her money. But I think exorbitant. I don't care how much money you're making. I feel like large purchases should still be discussed. Right. At, at baseline, like, I agree. This is what I'm doing. Yeah. We, it should have at least been communicated not like Absolutely. i show up and then here's this how big is car. he completely in the dark exactly yeah, no but not, not as be, your husband exactly but also too because she is a minor i think yes. he should have a little bit more of a say so right because this isn't like like i'm 26 so if my mom would, would get remarried and do something for me right i don't have to talk to the stepdad because that's her husband at this point right. i'm out the house right but if i was living there that's completely different absolutely i agree so i didn't give it was a big discussion over it like yeah. i don't think because i didn't take it as him trying to control what she's not doing at all money, just at baseline let me know let me know i completely agree and i think that's the laugh we had when we were first talking about mm-hmm. the story is the fact that we 1000 <laughs> percent agree with each other <laughs> Which, Which is really so rare, happens. right? <laughs> I was like, I don't even have a response back to that. Like, I can every single thing you said, I, I am in agreement with. Understand? Yeah. And also, she's sixteen. I don't know. These rich people problems. Hell, because she need a Honda. <laughs> to be honest, I'm just saying, like mm-hmm. a used Honda. Well, not a used Honda, but you know. Okay. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so when I lighten up. We um take it time. HBO released okay. the fourth episode. You better say we early. listen. <laughs> we watched we, it. There we go. Together. Come on, bring it back around. Hello. Yes. <laughs> I was to say we released it. We didn't do that. <laughs> Put it out there of what's gonna be in the future. Come on. Listen. Speak I, it. I just, let me not ruin it. So okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you gotta get real specific, but I ain't gonna do that right now. Okay. It's gonna come out the wrong way. Okay. okay. So, the fourth episode mm-hmm. we watched, and we're halfway through the season. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I was looking at you like, we're what? Exactly. We are. And so, wow. this season. Wow. 
Exactly. I told you. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to stay here. I almost went somewhere. (laughs) I told you. I'm I'm going to go there. So it's okay. (laughs) So the pacing this season has been a lot slower. Yeah. Or at least a little slower, which is fine. I think it works. It's good storytelling. I still have really enjoyed this season. Mm -hmm. But because we are halfway. Right. And as I say, every time we bring about Insecure, it's moving too slow for there to only be eight episodes to me. Right. Because I feel like we don't get to episode eight and then all the stuff could have been like three episodes. (laughs) To me, I think it works fine. The pacing is cool, but if it, but the pacing is like as if they have twenty-two episodes, like it's if they're on ABC yeah. or something. Like I genuinely forgot because you know you and I have talked about this. Not mm-hmm. so sure. I love the pacing this season. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Like it feels yeah. like such good storytelling. Absolutely, and it is, and it doesn't feel rushed. But I really forgot that it's only eight episodes. I can't forget. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. So we only have four episodes. Four, Jesus. and next week going to be a filler. That's why I didn't comment. When right. We talked about that. I was like, it does look filler, don't it? <laughs> <laughs> so then that means after next week, we have three episodes left. Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. But. Sorry, I got to be shady. I can't mm-hmm. help it. Okay. But it was a really, really good episode for real. Mm-hmm. Um, Somebody came back Indeed. that we've seen before. We and won't I was spoil it. That he did. I, well, I won't spoil it. If you want to spoil it. No, I'm not going to. Okay. I was hoping you did. I mean, there are a lot of he's at this point. Ex- exactly. A lot of he's that are no longer on the show who could have come back. So that's not spoiling nothing. Just somebody that we have seen before on the show. Indeed. They came back. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and you got your choice. <laughs> that ain't give nothing away. It didn't. Because at didn't. this point, it could be any number of people. So <laughs> men are disposable in that show. But anyway. Because well, the show is about Issa and Molly. I guess. Okay. Continuing on. (laughs) Did you have anything else you want to say about the show? (laughs) I mean, I've been enjoying it, and I didn't think that I would. You know, Um, I know that there are a lot of people who don't agree with me, Uh and that's perfectly fine. I know there are a lot of, and I know it's going to be controversial to say, a lot of very feminist men, you know, who see things from the perspective of why are men this or why are men that? Men don't deserve this. Men don't deserve that. All due respect to you, brothers. I like being able to see men on Insecure, you know? I don't want there to be disposable women or men Mm -hmm. on TV shows. So I can say that that has been my one issue, is that it just feels like, oh, okay, your episode's done now. All right, bye. And it's like, but you, weren't you a major? Oh, no, you're not? Okay. Well, (laughs) so yeah. Creatively, I Mm -hmm. feel like people can be disposable, but I, and I don't know if that's like a, a showrunner's decision, a studio decision. I wouldn't upgrade you. If I if I see your incoming near. Right. Me. Right. Well, Me. Well, well, that's why I told you at the end of this episode, I said to you, and I'm hoping this isn't a spoiler, but when it, when this episode was over with, I was like, so Insecure is pretty much a comedy version of Game of Thrones. Like, you just, you never know who's going to be cut. Whose head's getting cut off. Nobody's dying. That's not a spoiler. We're just going <laughs> to. But no, it's yeah, like, you don't know wow. who's leaving. Jesus. Okay. Well, that's the end of your paycheck. Shit. <laughs> wow. That's what a, if there's it's four episodes left, and I yeah. still feel like the number one thing I'm taking away from this season is that everyone can go. <laughs> My, I feel like the girlfriends are the the only for sure's you have, unless I see Tiffany suddenly die after she have the baby or hey. something. Like I just feel like the we girls only, are good. We the girls only are, see Tiffany once every three episodes for one scene anyway. <laughs> Maybe that's what you want. Maybe what you want is to not be seen a lot. And that's how you can be sure that you'll stay on. Is if you're not seen a lot. And if you're a woman. Because if you're a guy, then you could have not been seen for five episodes. And then suddenly your face is on a billboard on a bench. But anyway, so continuing on. What else are you going to talk about? 
That was the end of Culture of Pop. That's the end. That's the end. <laughs> If you haven't watched Insecure, make sure you go watch. <laughs> so yeah, because this will come up on Tuesday, so we everybody should have seen it by then. It feels so good that we saying, we actually saw it before, right? <laughs> I wish though, if you had like HBO Go or or what's the other one now or through Hulu or whoever, just give me my shit early. Because <laughs> I know, like, um, I think Stars, what they do is their episodes that come on. I think power comes on sunday nights maybe sure okay whatever but if you have the on-demand <laughs> thing i think it's like available that morning okay nice right? nice i like so that like, a lot give me my shit it's Absolutely. still sunday <laughs> and it's it i'm watching still on sunday. your app so you still gonna get the viewer however Hello? you look at this <laughs> that's a fact i completely agree with that so, yes yeah. <laughs> so that's it so <laughs> we're about to now go into our conversation about instant relationships So we will see you guys on the other side. We'll be right back. So this week we're talking about instant relationships. And this goes off of Brandon, I guess, what would you call it? Being reintroduced to Sex and the City in a way? Yeah. Yeah. So you were uh, were talking (laughs) about how you noticed when you were watching it, it seems like the the women on the show. We're just in and out of relationships like... Like nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Literally nothing. Like a new man. And I mean, I know the the show is Sex in the City, so I always expect a little bit more of like, these are just my like hookups or whatever. Right. Which is fine. No judgment. Right. I'm I'm judging a little though with these like whole ass (laughs) relationships of like three weeks and then he does something wrong in two days and then it'll be over. Listen... Cause there's nothing we all meet people in three weeks and then shit can go wrong but they be treating this shit like whole ass breakups and i'll be like i'm trying not to judge but i'm really the, my judgmental side is coming out just a bit just a bit just a bit i'll be like heavy which, tilted i'll be like which is the miranda in you so that's okay which is fine because she don't be doing it do you say she don't be doing it? She does. Okay. They I was all about do. to say. They all <laughs> I was do. about to say. <laughs> Her and Charlotte be the main ones. Listen. Listen. So, um, <laughs> which is amazing seeing how you have Samantha, but Samantha knows how to not make it a relationship. Listen. Smash and go. Help. Smash and go. And go. <laughs> the door is right there. <laughs> you did what you needed to do. Hello? I came. I can't. Hello? I made sure you did too. So you can go now. Bam. It's nice of her. Ta-da. So anyway, <laughs> we wanted to talk about <laughs> instant relationships. And because I was explaining to BHW that it actually happens quite a bit when it comes to queer black men. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't be saying that. I don't know what you. Child. And then he was like, well, they all post. They just, and I'm in my mind, I'm like, well, maybe <laughs> I just assumed they had been together before they posted. I don't be <laughs> calculating and tabulating, you know. Listen swiftly you hear me swiftly so <laughs> or maybe i just assume it'd be their friend maybe i just don't be reading captions is that what it is child the majority of people don't read captions oh look at them going out it's two friends <laughs> it's two town. friends look at them i've been creating whole stories clearly for these people <laughs> clearly i gotta start reading these captions what have i been liking on instagram what have i been encouraging and enabling well here's the thing though a lot of times they don't put it in the captions a lot of times you have to get into certain things, you know, because people these days want to be able to keep their relationship secret while also being public about it, mm-hmm. you know. So it's certain things you have to get into okay. when actually it's like no one has to know. Like you really don't have to be on social media mm-hmm. together. You don't. There doesn't have to be a single picture of this person. I know people who have been married for years 
and you don't see them on each other's pages. And it's funny because it's the opposite of how I was my last relationship. Mm-hmm. My last relationship was probably the most public relationship I have ever it was had. Like it was all over my damn Listen, Instagram with each other. We're still all over Tumblr and everywhere else. I'm and, on Tumblr. and I'm like, I've made peace with it. It's all good. You know, we're on, we're on relationships, uh, yeah. blogs, and all that stuff. That's so fine. I know this is jumping ahead, but I'm going to ask Let's, it anyway. Okay. So we're going to get there. It's fine. Okay. So um, <laughs> because you post right. online, do you delete the things after y'all break up? I am the only. Uh, I was about to say I'm the only, but that's not true. Okay. Uh, other people don't. But I know a lot of people who do delete. Mm-hmm. I do not delete anything. Okay. And here's the thing. We existed. We you did. know, our whole relationship existed. You and I were together. That is a reality. Mm-hmm. There are lots of people who were a witness to that. Why am I removing it? <clears throat> I believe that chapters exist for a reason. Okay. By me removing that from everything. <laughs> Doesn't mean that it didn't happen, That's you know? True. So my thing is, is that why is it that I suddenly want to go through every single... Because to me, that means I was in my feelings. Or that means that when I go back, I'm going to get into my feelings again. No, when I make peace, I make peace. So that becomes a question for those who are listening right now. Mm-hmm. Do you make peace after these relationships, no matter how long or short, Yeah, you know? um. So I know this This is about instant relationships. Yeah. But in answering your question, I mean, but that you know, could it's be, like... Again, instant or not, depending right. on how early you post. Yes, Yes. So I um I don't I've never really understood I don't judge because again I know quite a few people who yeah. who remove everything so it's no judgment but for me shoot I know people who remove tons of stuff just personally like it's not even a relationship they just like deleting and posting pictures again I'm not a deleter yeah like for me it's like listen all of this happened oh, I yeah. want you to watch my life yeah no. God forbid when I'm not here anymore I don't want to have two page two pictures on my page because I decided to go delete everything like I lived a whole full life mm-hmm. look at all this shit the bad the good everything <laughs> he used to be with him and they have to, they're not together anymore a part of my story oh, okay. you see it you see when i was in love with him not in love anymore but it was a part of my life and that's real i i can't i can't i'm I can't. just asking just curious i appreciate you asking because yeah. that's something i definitely would like to talk about on here absolutely you know because i know there are those who do the complete opposite mm-hmm. and i know though though there are those who are just like me yeah. you know um and again this is no shame to where those who do delete but whole story i'm a whole full person once you see everything i mean also too because it's noticeable it's like like you said like everybody was a witness to it so people be nosy sometimes just go back you scroll looking at old pictures you be like wait and that's a lot of times how you'll find out if especially online if you don't know the person in real life right how they broke up yes (laughs) or not how but you know that they broke up you'll be like wait ain't no more pictures of you in listen because there's somebody i follow i can't even think of his name so i can't say it no way it's fine um (laughs) Who goes, whatever <laughs> who goes to relationships but it'll be like times he'll post a lot of them together like when he's with someone yes. you'll be like nothing but them and then use for a minute it's just pictures of him and then i'll be like it took me like two times to catch on like okay you're not with them no more Listen. like the new one's about to come up okay got you Listen. and then it'd be pictures of him by himself he'd be like okay and then somebody else i'll be like all right Child, the fact that I have several people like that. Well, I just have one in my mind. <laughs> That's why I mean, you so. said one. I was like, I have several people where I can just watch their page and be like, okay, that relationship's over. You don't post them anymore. Let me scroll down a little bit. Oh, so this was the point where it stopped three months ago. Okay, got you. Why can't I? Why can't I calculate that? <laughs> but again, this is some. This person though, they don't. They don't delete either. Okay, so I can go back and look. Right, right. Like, listen, like I don't have a problem with you noticing that I'm no longer posting him. That's perfectly fine. What exactly. you will see is the relationship still down there when you scroll. 
wasn't and I'm sorry because I'm one of those kind of people that if you interact if you interact with me, especially yeah. you can be somebody I only interact with online. I won't even be mad with you if you inbox me and ask me if we're not together anymore. No, mm-hmm. you know you inquired. I put the shit online. Yeah. I'll never understand people who post their relationships for everyone to see and then catch attitudes when people are invested in it and want to know what's going on. Yeah. You chose to post the shit. So how are you and your feelings now? Because people want to know what's going on. There's a fine line, though, between being invested and being nosy. Or oh, being, absolutely. Um, yeah. And you you saying, know absolutely. how I feel about nosiness. So trust me. <laughs> I 1000% agree with you. Absolutely. There's absolutely a, a very fine line. <laughs> So um, I know the misfits will enjoy the conversation we're having right now, but just to make sure that we are staying a little bit yes, absolutely. On topic, back on topic. I just had to ask um, that question. And I appreciate it. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so your longest and shortest relationship. Ooh, okay, <laughs> it's, it's the same. The so, same. Okay. <laughs> uh it was February two. So it was like three months, maybe three months. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. So. And this was a long time ago, actually. <laughs> this is 2018. <laughs> yeah, six years ago. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. so so what is it that, and I guess this kind of taps into what the second question was mm-hmm. going to be. So I'll go ahead and answer mine. Okay. So my longest relationship, I actually have three relationships that okay. all lasted the same amount of time, two Come and on. a half years. Okay. Two and a half. Jesus. <laughs> just just want to get over that hump of three. If I can get over that hump of three, baby. <laughs> I feel like, whew, I did something. <laughs> I call this a major boy. Um, the shortest, I'm actually not certain. Okay. I, I I know that there was a period after my relationship where I was single for six years. Mm-hmm. During the course of that, I would date guys and yeah. I would tell myself that I would know within the, the first two months. Mm-hmm. I would give myself two months to bow out. Yeah. Because I'm like, it's, I think I've had a good enough time to get a grasp uh, yeah. of how I feel about you or not. So I do know that somewhere within that. that now. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, what are you going to say? Now, when you say you're, when you're counting them, are you counting from the time you met to the time you broke up? Or are you counting you being official in the relationship? That's a good question. Because I'm counting official. I'm, I think I'm counting from when we first met. Okay. I because first... I begin to get to know you at that point, okay. you know? So then if I count when we first met, mm-hmm. six months might be my longest and then it might be a tie. Okay. Between two people. Okay. Well, wait, wait, wait. No. Now that I know that that's what you're asking. No, because my relationships are two and a half years based off of when we decided we're in a relationship. Okay. So then no. So I'm back to two There we go. Oh, wait. There we go. (laughs) So yes. Yes. Um, Yeah. So the the shortest one is a little harder to be able to. It hasn't been weeks with anyone, Mm -hmm. um, but at the very least two months. And it's because I I have a pretty good grasp that yeah. it's not going to work out with us. Yeah. For us, it was um, I wasn't really comfortable enough with myself. I still wasn't out yet. I um, it was a bit long distance. I mean, making Atlanta, but right. I the Miranda in me was a lot stronger than Miranda in me is now. Okay, so okay. <laughs> so just imagine. So um, it just and I mean it was mutual. Right, it wasn't like just me, but no, okay. we just decided. It wasn't go work or whatever. We're still friendly. I was about to say, if it's not too personal to ask, are you all still friends? Friendly. Okay. Yes. Friendly. Yes. Real. Real. Yes. Uh, as I've made very clear on the podcast, with the exception of the Taurus in my life, I'm pretty much cool with yeah. dare near everybody who I've but, either been in a relationship with or dated. Yeah. Even, even the guys I've, I've dated, I'm yeah, cool. Even the guys I've like, talked to or dated, yeah, it's still beef. I yeah. Absolutely. We ain't work that way, but. Right. I don't hate you. Right. 
after I get over, you know. <laughs> so the other question, the next question I was going to ask, and I had to write this one down, it was a little long. Okay. I said, what is it that, what is it that connects us enough to a person that we can find ourselves agreeing to a relationship before even knowing their middle name? So this is definitely getting into the instant relationship of things. So this isn't necessarily having to be you speaking from experience, yeah. but, you know, just thinking of the actual thing of instant um, relationships. Why is it that people feel like they're ready to be committed to someone when they know so very little about them? Okay. So I think for queer people or straight people, it's a little different. I think both. Sometimes the fear of being lonely. Mm-hmm. I think that um, it's a fear of kind of, like we said before, doing the work that it takes on yourself. Because... Um, when you're single, there's work that's needed. And sometimes that work can't be fully. There's certain work that happens when you're in a relationship that doesn't happen when you're single, vice versa. Right. So some people will use that as an excuse to keep being in relationships. Others use it as an excuse to be single. But I think that people keep jumping into it. Again, I, I think a fear of being lonely is huge. Yeah. I think for queer people, because a lot of us. Because um, I feel like quick relationships are very puberty type thing a mm-hmm. very childish for lack of a better term like you're growing up to kind of a thing right and so because we don't get to do it later in life we're kind of doing the middle school shit at like 20 to 20 to 30 you know what i'm saying right. like <laughs> so it, it it just it looks the same way we're just older right so i think that's a huge part of it it's figuring yourself out and figuring out what you like and what you don't like right i think that a lot of it really is just dating but yeah. you're so quick to put a title on because that title means something to you yeah that yeah. you think other people think that it means. It's all internal. Right. Right. I, I think for me, it looks different according to what decade I'm in. Okay. I can I can honestly say that where I am in my 30s right now, you know, I've taken a few years off to be single. Come on, few. Um, I mean, you're ready, Misfit. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> in August, I am though. But in August, so. it made three years okay. of me being single. Before that, my last stint of being single was six years. Come on. At three, I'm pretty good. Um, <laughs> at at three, I'm I'm pretty ready to be in a relationship again. Mm-hmm. So for me, the way it looks, the way I could end up in something a little too fast, is because at 38, I'm just ready to be happy with someone. So it's like I meet somebody, and it's kind of like I can't lie. If we were on a really good track three weeks from now, I could actually agree to be in a relationship. Listen, you okay, know. Well, I might, and I'm like, might not be too far. Actually, the, the last person I was talking to, things was going like smooth for like two months, and then it's like, oh, okay, right. Here you go. Yeah, yeah. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> you. Here you go. Because the the truth is, I can't say that it's healthy. I can't say that it's right. The fact that I'll be willing to be in it three weeks from now. But for me, it's just a thing of, I think the reason why I'm saying that is because if I was to do it, he'd have to be a really special ass Mm -hmm. dude. Because I continue to attempt to get to know guys. And I'm, shoot. Okay. No, we we always transparent. So let me go ahead and be transparent real quick. The last person who I felt that way about, it didn't make it past our very first time being physically in front of each other. Like, that's where it is for me now. Yeah. Like, it's gotten to the point now where it's just <laughs> like, nope, not compatible. Like, cause, because I don't, I can't, we can't be in a place where we're insane, you know, which is doing the same thing over and over, yeah. expecting different results. Mm-hmm. It's like you, you have to get to a point where you have a clear understanding of what it is that you want mm-hmm. and you don't sacrifice it. Yeah. I feel like we do a lot of sacrificing and that's why we get into these instant relationships. Going back to what it was that you said, yeah. you know, it's like we're not doing nearly enough personal work. Yeah. And I think, too, like you're saying, if you get to a certain point, like I've been single long enough, like right. I'm ready to be 
so and so's boyfriend or girlfriend now. Right. It's time. Right. And so then you go out and meet somebody and then it wasn't time. Or right. at least or at least it wasn't with that person. Exactly. I think exactly. it's a lot of times too. It's like you'll meet somebody again and you're vibing. It's going great. Right. And things should go great the first few weeks, arguably first couple of months. I think yeah. they should. Absolutely. It should be smooth sailing. Mm-hmm. It should be a minute before they do some shit and you like, let me reevaluate. <laughs> you know. But you don't get past that. You they they make it three weeks and you like okay it's right, time right <laughs> and then three weeks and two days come yeah and you'd be like who is this person yeah I've been this person listen you just didn't see this you just yet. listen because you're you're getting to know the idea of what you want me to be yes. not the reality of who exactly. I am and a lot of times a lot of us are guilty of it one way or another present our representative person absolutely and it's and it's not always a bad thing yeah because sometimes it's just like you don't know me like that yet so right. I don't need to fully give you the raw uncut version right like let me be nice and then slowly or some people is they have walls up right so slowly but surely the walls will come now now see that's my problem my mm-hmm. problem is, is that i show up as my raw self so it's not a whole lot like look here's the deal but now it, being a scorpio i'm sorry yeah, no, with ahead. me being a scorpio of course there are certain things you won't know yeah but it's not because i'm holding it it's because you know i was talking to one of my sisters who's a scorpio and we both agreed scorpios aren't secretive it's just that if we're blessed enough we live full lives mm-hmm. so we're not sitting here i'm not sitting like i just posted about me going on my michael jackson being my first concert i have friends who have known me for over a decade who didn't know that why was I talking about it? Like my, my thing is, is that if it's not, the conversation doesn't come yeah. up, you know, I don't understand the to reason why I'm talking sense, about it. You know, everybody's different. Um, everybody's but different. Now, right. I was going to say, I think too, that might be back to the self work. It's like, if you're confident enough in yourself, of course we all have insecurities, right? But right. if you're full enough and confident enough, sure of yourself enough. Yeah. Why lie? Yeah. And not necessarily lie. Why omit? Why hide? Right. Why? Right. Yeah. Why whatever dot dot dot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my my thing is is show me your anger. Mm-hmm. You know, show me your rage. Show me your anxiety. Show me whatever issues it is that you have so that I can make an adult, you know, mm-hmm. um a, an adult decision about whether or not I think this is going to be able to move forward and exactly. vice versa, you know, because yeah. I'm like we when we jump into these really quick relationships, you begin to look at somebody like I have people tell me that they don't like that I analyze. So I'm like, I'm going to be doing that from the beginning. So you have a clear understanding. Like, okay, <laughs> this is who I am. Yeah. And for a minute, I was about to stop doing it. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't like that because people don't mm-hmm. like that about me. But the truth is, is that there's a guy out there who's going to love, or at the very least is like, you know what? That's just a part of who you are. You know, it can drive me crazy sometimes, yeah. baby, but it's a part of who you are. Exactly. And the thing is, is that. I, you know, lately I've been in a space where I was beginning to want to shift again. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, maybe this is something I need to work on. Or but I've done a hell of a lot of work at 38 years old. Yeah. And at the point where I am now, the only people who forever have a problem with these certain things about me are people who are admittedly not where I am when it comes to the work that they've done. Yeah. And that's not meaning either one of us are bad people. Yeah. It's just that we're in very different places exactly. when it comes to what it is that we want. And a lot of times, yeah. too, that's... Oh, no, I'm sorry. A lot of times, too. <laughs> all right, y'all not get distracted. A lot of times, too. I, again, it's just you're not compatible. Yeah. And so, I because I think anybody, well, most of us can be compatible with each other the first few weeks. Absolutely, absolutely. Just I think it's it's very similar to um, how you have maybe quote unquote club friends or club associates. Yeah, come on. Or social. Yeah. If you're not a club person, just social friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do social events with, but y'all don't really get to know each other outside of that social event, right. or really get to the. I think it's very similar. Like 
you don't say, oh, this is my best friend because right. y'all go do X, Y, Z together. Yeah. So why not apply the same? Well, I mean, again, I think loneliness is a big part of it. We mm-hmm. all like to cuddle. Right. For a period of time till it get hot. But you know, like, <laughs> we all. I'm so different from y'all when it comes to that. I know so many people who be like, I get too hot. I need you to get up. People be having straight attitudes Nicely with cuddling. Just, just the inch of space is all Listen, I need. Listen, you need. can lay on my chest all night. I can be hot, but I'm holding you. Like, I'm okay, good. Listen, is the fan you, on? I is feel like you're on? in the majority. Like, I know so many people got your attitude. People laying on them for too long. People be needing space. I'm like, lay on my chest. Like, I'm good. You <laughs> might have to put on the person, so we're just going to move right on. So, <laughs> what, what were you about to say? <laughs> no, I was going to say, actually, I was thinking about it. It really might depend on the person. Okay, that's real. That's so maybe real. if I am more invested or like them more, absolutely, maybe it doesn't bother me as much. You make me want to ask so many revelations. people. Come on, I'm here for a good revelation. If Come y'all can see his face right now, he's really yeah. having an aha moment okay. right now. I'm here Look. for it. Right, because I was like with so and so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cook it all night. So Come yeah. on. Come on. There we go. Listen. Next question. That completely <laughs> makes you better say next question. Ha ha ha. He said, I got my aha. Uh-huh. I'm ready to move on now. <laughs> Before I said too much. Before I said name. Right. Hello. <laughs> so I want to talk about the uh, the blame game real quick. Oh, okay. And the whole idea of sullying a person's name. So it's like we're, we're in a relationship. It doesn't last long. Yes. You know, and this makes it even worse. It's different if we've been in a relationship for like 10 years or something and I've endured, you know, like personal abuse, yes. physical abuse, yes. you know, mental abuse. Yes. But it's like we've been together a smooth amount of weeks yes. and it didn't work out anymore. And I'm and trying to destroy. Listen, listen, <laughs> everything but a child of God. <laughs> and it's like, what? Again, you still don't know my middle name. How are you trying to destroy my character? What's going on? <laughs> people in their feelings that's the point blank and I, I'm, I'm also different I try to pride myself I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing I try right. to pride myself on this I feel like if I have a falling out with anybody I don't need to go share it with the whole world yeah and that could be online that could be talking about you to everybody yeah. on the phone Come on. that could be tweeting you know what I'm saying I don't need to let everybody know why you're a bad person why this is wrong with you XYZ whatever whatever because it's that has nothing to do with me and you falling out right but, but that's just me so again yeah. After two weeks, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Again, it just didn't work with you, right? Right. But I, and that's really a, a maturity level. It is very much a maturity level of the person doing the selling and the people that entertain the selling. Like Come the on, tell it to listen. Speak a word right now. There are levels to this. Because <laughs> if you go, because you know you can't sully people to every friend that you have, right? And so people know who to go to. Indeed, they know who's going to encourage them. Yes, and cheer them on. Listen, yes. listen. Because you'll go to the friend that's going to say, "Bitch, you just met him." Right. Chill out a little bit. Like he didn't call you back. Okay. Okay. I'm not gonna call you tomorrow. So right. now what? <laughs> that's the real friend right there. Okay. That's Goodbye. The real friend. <laughs> That's the one you want in your corner right there. Okay. We're crying over him. Hello? <laughs> when's, when's his birthday? When's his birthday? <laughs> Tell me that. Okay. Explain that to me. Okay. <laughs> Where's mama live? Where's where is he from, actually? Hello? Okay. Okay. Because he lives in Atlanta, but you know that's Come not on. where he's from. Come on. <laughs> Talk about it. 
but hello. The those two dates you were on, he was at your house. Where he live at? In your bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna stop. We're gonna stop. We're gonna stop. But no, I don't understand that. I don't and maybe I have seen it again, me putting more into what because I feel like all that anger, this should have been something invested. Yeah. Yeah, it should listen. Listen, you, you're expending a lot of energy after two dates. Because I think, too, and I don't know exactly what that is. I feel like if you put all of your, I don't know, your eggs in one basket, yeah. all of your happiness expectations so early. Right. What's wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but wait a minute. Before you. Perfect. The very <laughs> last thing for us to talk about. <laughs> you set that up beautifully. <laughs> Striking up an instant relationship with yourself. We're so focused on other people Mm -hmm. and we're doing these relationships where it's like, okay, bam, I'd have known you for a good two weeks and Mm -hmm. now you are everything to me. I love you. Let's begin to talk about weddings. Instead of doing that with us. Miranda came out. (laughs) Yes, yes, the Miranda came. Oh, you broke out into a sweat. (laughs) That's such a real moment. He's holding onto the chair, (laughs) y'all. He's clutching his pearls. Wait a minute. Just breathe. Just breathe. It's only a scenario. It's only a scenario. No one actually asked you that right now. It's okay. Jesus. Wow. Just breathe. Oh my God, your eyes. Your your eyes are glossy. Like, what is going on? Shit. My bad for the question. I was trying to lean somewhere. Okay, go. Take a Wow. That's so real. He's rubbing his chest, y'all. Wow, I need to make sure I gave you a thorough breakdown of these questions when we did this. I'm sorry. I only gave you the actual questions. I didn't give you the hypotheticals to go along with it. My bad. Wow. (laughs) Let me, I'm going to attempt to not look at you. (laughs) Right, right, right. You just had another breakthrough. The reason why you've been single, because baby, all that was was a hypothetical and you almost lost your shit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was about to ask you, like, has that happened before? Because no. it seemed like the flashback of no. life. That makes it even worse <laughs> that it never happened before and that you're still rubbing your chest even right now. <laughs> wow. Okay. So. You just stressed me out. You so. made me. <laughs> I can normally handle you, hypothetical. I can normally whew, That's a relationship phobia for your ass right there, <laughs> boy. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Is that why I be so triggered watching them hoes on sex? Listen. <laughs> listen. We're having breakthroughs on this episode. I felt that way when Charlotte proposed. I was like, ma'am. <laughs> you've known this man a smooth month. <laughs> and that's the thing. They be saying legit. I met so-and-so two weeks ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> why am I supposed to be invested as a viewer? <laughs> so anyway, fix your face. Fix your face. Don't so anyway, like I was saying, yes, relationship with yourself. Yes, we need to have an instant relationship with us. We need to be as quick to love up on ourselves as we want to be with someone else. Come on, you know. So, because uh, go well, ahead. No, I was gonna say too, because you, uh, you can't really tell somebody else how to love you if you don't know how to love yourself, or you don't know the things that you enjoy, that you need, that you want, and. Kind of what I was saying earlier, like being in a relationship will teach you certain things about yourself that you don't learn while single, and that's fine. But a lot of these, a lot of times though, it's some like basic level stuff that you don't know about yourself. Yep. 
because you haven't explored within. Yes. Yes. Because there are a lot of things that you're unwilling to put up with Mm -hmm. in a man or a woman, you know. Mm -hmm. And the reason why you're unwilling to put up with it is because you haven't navigated yourself Mm -hmm. to figure out how you'll handle it when it comes to you. There are certain Mm -hmm. things that, you know, it's a mirror. Yeah. And you see people do certain things. And it's some shit that you do. Absolutely. And you can't stand it, you know. But you haven't asked the questions of why you can't stand it. And then begin to work on changing it. Because the why will get you. Listen. Listen. The fact that there is a why, and then when you get to the answer for the why, <laughs> people are terrified of even coming close to what the questions. <laughs> the questions. Okay. I'm not asking myself anything because when the reality hits, okay. When the reality hits, when you find out that you are at the center of a lot of your problems. I almost knocked this microphone over, <laughs> which isn't a bad thing. Listen, because we, I think we all. Absolutely. Have been at the root of our own shit. Absolutely. Or are at the root of our own shit various levels at various times. Yes. Yes. But you grow and evolve past that. Come on. It's supposed to be the goal. And and that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. People reach a certain point where they no longer grow. The evolution ceases. Mm-hmm. And and that's an issue. You know, like I want to mm-hmm. do a whole episode on people who pride themselves. Cause you know, my and this is slightly skipping the subject. This is actually probably skipping the subject in a big way. But I need to talk about this because of what you mm-hmm. just said. My aunt told me when I was younger to always be very careful to never lose my childlike innocence. Yeah. And I watch a lot of people these days and I feel like they had a family member who told them the same thing, but they took it the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Like you're not supposed to lose your childlike innocence because I feel like there's magic in that. Mm -hmm. However, people never lose the child in general. So it's like they, they never lose the child and never actually become an adult. It's like the idea of adulting scares the shit out of people. So they decide to just be children. And you want to be in a relationship with a whole ass adult as a child. It's not going to work out that way. Because specifically black and black queer people. Mm -hmm. If if you have not done any of the work after you went out of your parents' house. For no other reason, you need to do the work to unpack your childhood. Hello? For no other reason. Hello? You need to unpack whatever your mom and your dad did to you. (sighs) Now, it's not always on purpose. (laughs) A lot of times, that's why I say black and black, you know, queer and people whatever specifically because right. there was a lot of things their parents did to them because they didn't know no better either yep so if for no other reason you need to unpack those 18 years you spent at home child listen i don't want to go past that i want to stop that right there because i want when your ass listen to this podcast <laughs> when you come back again for these markers i want you to know that right at the end before you heard this water come on again <laughs> that you heard that word from bhw just now because that's some of the realest shit you will ever hear on this show. Unpack those 18 years before you step to somebody and try to be in a relationship. Bam! I'm sorry. <laughs> you made me excited But right not there. even just the relationship, but for yourself. Well, of course. Well. Of course for yourself. As, but that's but important. You, but they're going to focus on the relationship part. But yes. yes. For yourself. <laughs> of course for yourself. Of course for yourself. But for somebody out here like me, who didn't did the work and is tired of running into people who haven't. Okay. Shit. So if you are a misfit who has done the work, you can hit up Sensei Rave and Akunde up. <laughs> no, but real shit. For real. Like, I was, was laughing so for serious. a minute. He was, he, that laugh stopped so face. quick. <laughs> Listen, this is the most serious I've seen him look in a minute. He is a re- if you have done your work. Because that's where I am now. <laughs> I'm at a point where I didn't met so many damn people who haven't done the work that if I come in contact with somebody who has, 
I'm going to be flustered. Like, I'm never going to know what to say to you. Because mm-hmm. it's, you are beyond a unicorn at this point. For real. Like, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where these people are. I don't know where the people are who have done the work. I don't know. I have no clue. Because all I keep running into are a bunch of people who are like, the work? What? Yeah. Mm-mm. I'm tired. But that's why we're going to move on to good okay. news. Because <laughs> okay. that's a whole other episode in itself. It was, but you had, like, I led you there. You led me there. So I just had Listen, to. Listen, healing through being tired as fuck. <laughs> anyway, we're go- we'll be back with good news. <laughs> And now it is time for good news. Okay, so there's a lot happening in the month of February for us here at the CHS Podcast. So one of the major things that's happening is that we're celebrating the 10-year anniversary of an open mic I used to host up in the DMV, which was called Storytellers. Storytellers ran for... What was it? My magazine was five years. So I think Storytellers was three years. And you can literally watch every single solitary show on YouTube. I mean, every performance. So I have a lot of performances on YouTube. (laughs) Not mean me personally, Mm -hmm. but uh, there are actually two different channels. So I know all of you misfits are familiar with my company's channel because that's where you can see uh, THS Live. So that, of course, is Revolution LLC. Mm -hmm. But you can also go to my personal page, which has the large majority of the Storytellers videos. And that is Raven Akundayo. And that is E-K-U-N. D-A-Y-O. So if you type in Raven Akundayo on uh, YouTube, you'll be able to find endless performances. And I think that it's definitely worth watching because one, you'll see tons of people you know. That's where I first met Donye was at Storytellers. So you see Donye Love on there. Um, and we've had all types of people, all types of people, singers, actors, spoken word artists, MCs, visual artists. Like, Storytellers was an experience. Mm-hmm. Like, after a while, I kind of wanted to stop calling it an open mic because I felt like it was so much more than that, you yeah. know? Um, and it was a party. It was such a party filled with so much love and light. So, yeah, we're going to have an episode this month celebrating the 10 years. And I'm going to do my best because everybody's up in the DMV. So, hopefully, I can get them all, uh, you know, like one by one to talk yeah. about their experiences with the show and I think that would be really really cool just to have all of us come back together again and talk about what it was like um (laughs) so yeah that's some good news for those of you because I know we have some misfits who used to attend storytellers who listen to the show and so it'll be a good you know little walk down memory lane for all of you uh and then for those of you who are new to revolution and storytellers and all that good stuff it gives you an opportunity to go to youtube and watch some of the older videos yeah 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 a former raven (laughs) a younger raven a younger raven (laughs) and you get to find out where you know different words that i've created like amadamophis where they originally came from okay there you go you know that's up all time if you want to know about amadamophis go to urbandictionary.com find out all you need to know about amadamophis and what it means can you spell that amadamophis a m it's been such a long time since i had to spell it a m a m a dam d a m a P-H-U-S. Come on. Listen, I had somebody ask me the to spell that in a minute. king, okay, all <laughs> through this episode. <laughs> Whatever, anyway. <laughs> so, now that we've got the good news out the way, if people want to walk with us on social media, as far as not necessarily us specifically, you know. but if they want to be able to find <laughs> the podcast, where would they find it? You can find it on Instagram at THS Podcast. 
You can go on Twitter at uh, underscore THS Podcast. You can always go to THSPodcast.com. Um, you can listen to us on SoundCloud, Overclad, Overcast, Lord Stitcher, um, Google Play, Apple Podcast. Mm-hmm. And if none of those work, you can just always go back to THSPodcast.com and listen there. Because oh, you can always be sure. Listen. Hello? Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, I'll be missing something. There, there are others, Maybe, but, but that's good. The that's a good ones. starter. Yeah. And since we're trying to get those listens on SoundCloud, just listen on SoundCloud. You know, listen. you might normally listen on Google Play or Apple Podcasts. Just go to SoundCloud. Get those numbers Thank up you. on SoundCloud. And don't forget to like, share, subscribe, tweet, repost, blog. Mm-hmm. Share to your story if you feel like sharing to your story. Thank you. Listen. You can share on the Facebook. Be like, hey, I'm at work listening. Well, not at I'm at work, but you know, this right. week I listen to so exactly. By using the, the, the hashtags Let's Get Healed okay. and THS Podcast. There we go. And because Indeed. there's so many episodes, maybe all of you have been with us since the beginning of the journey. Mm-hmm. You can always go back and listen to ones you've missed. Come on. Come on. You go back and re-listen to a favorite. And if it's your favorite, it might be somebody else's favorite. So make sure you share it when you listen. You better break it down for them. Break it down. Let them know about it. Okay? Okay? Damn it. <laughs> what can they walk with you, sir? If they like to walk <laughs> with me, that is Scorpiogi across all all platforms you can find scorpiogi everywhere not on snapchat but everywhere else there we go <laughs> and what about you bhw i'm on instagram and i'm on twitter at just call me otis mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's re- always real short and sweet no must no fuss places I, put, I post indeed so listen please walk with him on twitter please it will be a blessing upon your life to walk with him on Twitter. <laughs> he mentions Instagram, but at this point, I feel like he only does Instagram for me. <laughs> for there to be a presence because of THS Podcast. <laughs> Twitter is home. That's home based Twitter right is there. Home. Listen. That is unapologetically home. It is. It is. So if you're on Twitter, you have a gay old time with him over there on Twitter. Literally. <laughs> All, all definitions of the word. <laughs> I can't. So, um, <laughs> so we're in this. We're in this. This is the month of my anniversary. Listen, we have some awesome episodes coming up. I'm gonna save that. Okay, there we go. You better not wait. Not the day. It's not the day. It's not the day. Yeah. But we're gonna go. <laughs> we will see you guys next week with another amazing episode. I'm excited for this month. I'm excited for this. Yes, indeed. Oh, okay. 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 So much. We will see you guys next week. We love you all. Until then, namaste. 